0: Hello everybody, this is Nuzcraft and welcome back to 5 Minute Drive. I'm on my way to work and today I wanted to talk a little bit about a video game that I've been playing a lot of recently and it's called Cogmind. Cogmind is a sci-fi roguelike still in development from Grid Sage Games and it's a whole heck of a lot of fun. It's similar to some of the other more traditional roguelikes that you may have heard of, such as Rogue or Brogue or Tome, things of that nature. Um, And by similar, I mean that it has the traditional roguelike elements um, that are kind of a staple of the genre, and that is permadeath. So you start a new game, you play through it until you die, and when you die, it's over, you get a score. And if you want to go again, you start over. Um, and the tile-based, turn-based gameplay. So the map is kind of laid out in tiles. You watch your character from above. Um, each time you push a button to make a move, that takes a turn. And then your enemies take their turn. Um, but there's no like timer. You can spend as long as you want trying to make the right decision for your turn. Um, it leads to very strategic gameplay um, that is really um, kind of at the forefront of roguelike games in general. People want to be able to sit there and mull over their turn so so they can make the best decision possible. <laughs> From a story perspective, CogMind is really great. So uh, just a quick overview, you are uh, a robot at the bottom of a cave. And as you work your way up the cave, which you work your way up the levels, trying to escape, to get to the surface and escape, you run into enemies, there's friendly robots, there's, like, neutral robots that don't really care what you do, but they... All of the robots have their own little ecosystem that they follow, and part of the game is figuring out how the other robots work. Um, You see this one robot picking up, like, items that have fallen on the ground, and... Um, trying to get an idea of, like, what that robot does and how it functions can really help you later on because you can then make decisions like, oh, if I drop this item, this other robot's going to come for it, and then I can make use of that robot in some way. So that's kind of, like, a really cool part of the CogMind world is that there's this whole ecosystem that kind of surrounds the player as he plays through. Um, the other kind of interesting part about, um... Cogmind is that uh, the game is really built on your um, your weapons and your items and things of that nature. Um, so the way the way it kind of works is you you go through you you blow up robots you pick up their loot you attach it and then as you play through your loot is constantly just getting blown off. So you're, you're in this constant state of rebuilding yourself and kind of refactoring to try and, and become a better version of the Cogmind. And then because of this, what can happen a lot of the time, and this happens all the time when you're playing, is you get into a, kind of a rough fight and all of a sudden some of your the key parts of your build get blown off. So all of a sudden, instead of... Um, have having flight units to propel you to help you fly around they get blown off and now you have to change to walking on legs like those are new items that you can equip equip and they have different properties they do different things and um, so you know on at the on, the on the turn of a dime your build can completely change from one thing to something else and still be successful you know you can you can go through a whole game uh on flight mode and all of a sudden run into something rough uh pick up some treads and now all of a sudden you're 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 slogging through with a bunch of big guns type of a thing anyways that's going to be it for this section on Cogmind. we'll come back this afternoon and talk a little bit more about um of the roguelike elements within Cogmine and what makes you want to keep coming back and play more runs because that's the key to the game is that you go through and you run, you fight, you die, and then you want to come back. Um, So thank you very much for listening. This was Nuzcraft and we'll see you in the next one. Hello, everybody. This is Nuzcraft and welcome back to 5-Minute Drive. I'm on my way home. And we're going to talk a little bit more about Cogmind, and kind of what makes it a great roguelike, what makes it a lot of fun to play, and what keeps you coming back. So the first thing that I want to talk about is, um, it it essentially all boils down to replayability, which is uh, a really important part of roguelikes in general. If you're playing a game, and as soon as you die, you have to start all over, it it damn well sure better be different the second time you play it as the first. So a lot of times what happens is roguelikes are programmed to be procedurally generated, which means there are some parameters as to the way things are built, the way rooms are made, the way they're laid out, the way enemies behave. But uh, when you look at the whole grand scheme the, the levels themselves are always different because they're, all, they're generated from an algorithm, um, which makes each game unique. Um, this is uh, an asset to the roguelike genre because it essentially leads to infinite replayability. As long as the levels are interesting and the gameplay is interesting, people will start coming back um, or keep coming back. CogMind itself has procedurally generated levels. There are some levels that are um, maybe not completely fabricated, but have parts that are fabricated. For example, if the story leads to a room that needs to be set up a certain way, then that can be a room that was prefabricated by the developer. Um, and then procedurally inserted into a procedurally generated world. And that's generally okay. Like, not everything has to be 100% procedurally generated for it to be fun. But this also kind of leads to the next part of why CogMind is, it keeps people coming back, is the story. The story is massive and wide. And what I mean by that is that you can't get it all in one go. It's it's just not possible. There are story elements that you are going to miss if if you if you only play through it once. Um, there, it, it's also known um, or a fact that the story elements themselves are optional. So if you don't care about the story, you don't have to pay attention to it. But um, in general. The way Cogmind works is there's essentially an index of lore, which is information about the world in which the Cogmind is living in, and the world in which you're exploring. And as you discover parts of the lore, essentially you put together a picture of the world that you're playing in, like a little bit at a time. Um, this is really... A driving force for some people to really get into the game, because like, oh, I need to discover what that means, or I need to, you know, I need to know why that happens, or I need to know this, I need to know that, and um, it leads to kind of like rabbit holes. So, um, like for example, you pick up an item, and the item says this item is unusable, but it's. Got like an interesting description and it sounds kind of cool but you can't use it so now all of a sudden you're trying to figure out how to use this item but say you die before you figure out how to how to use the item that you picked up well now all of a sudden uh you have to start over and try and find the item again and then try and figure out what you would use it for and that kind of exploration and discovery can keep people coming back for more CogMind in particular has more than one different ending as well. So you can play through the game, uh, hone your skills after dying many, many times, finally finish the game to win, and you can get an ending. Um, And then you can go and do it again, you can get a different ending. I think there's seven different endings in CogMind. And they all kind of depend on how you play, or what secrets you discover while you're going through, or if you hit a certain level, or if you do this, or if you do that. And that type of replayability is really what one of the things that makes the game great is that you can jump in with no experience, kind of fumble around a bit, gain ground, gain traction, gain experience, start to win a little bit, and then when you're finally experienced enough to win and scrape by the, the skin of your teeth to get that victory, you get a seventh of the possibilities. That's just crazy and that's why the game is great. Anyways, this was Nuzcraft. Thank you so much for listening to 5-Minute Drive, and we'll see you again next time.